0: This is TwitHop Shorts for April 27, 2012. Short reviews of recent articles in the history of psychology literature produced by This Week in the History of Psychology. I'm Christopher Green from York University in Toronto, Canada. Today we're going to have a guest reviewer. Her name is Jennifer Bazaar, and she is a PhD student in the History and Theory of Psychology program at York University. She is going to review an article about James McKean Cattell, the psychologist from the turn of the 20th century who is perhaps best known for having invented the first mental tests. But this is an article about his firing from Columbia University in the wake of U.S. entry into World War I in 1917. So here's Jennifer Bazaar.
1: The February 2011 issue of the journal History of Psychology includes a short note by Michael Sokal, emeritus professor at Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Massachusetts. The note is titled, Cattell, Columbia, and Academic Freedom. Rarely used sources enrich analyses of this significant episode. The note is a follow-up to an earlier article published by SoCal in 2009 in the same journal. The original article revisited the controversy surrounding James McKean Cattell's dismissal from Columbia University in 1917. In that article, Sokal challenged the traditional portrayal of Cattell as a martyr by presenting a more nuanced version of the event which demonstrated that Cattell was not a victim, but an active threat to the academic freedom of his colleagues. There are several ways that we could look at SoCal's 2011 note. On the one hand, he's providing supplementary evidence in support of his earlier account of Cattell's dismissal by presenting newly available sources. These included the lyrics of a Columbia University songbook from 1903, an editorial cartoon from the New York Herald published the day after Cattell's dismissal, and the FBI records for James McKean Cattell. But if we examine SoCal's 2011 note more broadly, we see that he's making a historiographic argument to historians of psychology. Historiography is the term for how historians study history, that is, history's methods. It's a term that might seem straightforward, but is hotly debated among historians about how they should best pursue a particular topic. Sokal argues for what he calls a thick description of the fine texture of the past. This phrase is borrowed from anthropology and has appeared throughout Sokal's work for a number of years. The term is being used in part to contrast with the common assumption that historians should present causal explanations for the way the past has unfolded. SoCal argues that historians do not provide a this-cause-that style of explanation, but rather provide an interpretation of a moment in time that takes into consideration many contributing influences. With the term's thick description and fine texture, SoCal is emphasizing the importance of considering personal and social contexts when historians examine an individual. He argues that historians need to take account of the influence of an individual's personal history, their families, and their upbringings, as well as the larger social contexts of their place of work, their colleague and peer groups, the city in which they lived, and so on. These elements are not peripheral to historical analysis, but crucial in truly understanding the character of a person and interpreting behavior. If we were to think of the types of history often discussed in textbooks, Sokal's argument would fall into the camp of external history. That is, he's demonstrating that James McKean Cattell cannot be understood simply as a psychologist locked inside a laboratory. To truly understand Cattell and his actions, we need to step back and consider the wider context in which he lived. Scientific developments don't happen in the laboratory alone. They are riddled with elements from the personal, political, economic, social, and cultural contexts that surround us. As part of this historiographical argument, Sokol also calls for an extension of the types of sources traditionally drawn on by historians of psychology in their research. The examples he presents in the 2011 note, the songbook, cartoon, and FBI records, may not at first glance seem to be directly connected to the events surrounding Cattell's dismissal from Columbia, and yet they inform the historians' interpretation of those events. The songbook, for instance, contains lyrics that describe the favoritism shown to an otherwise ill-behaved son of one of the university's trustees. As such, the lyrics serve to lend outside support to Cattell's own criticisms against trustee influence within academic affairs. The editorial cartoon, likewise, provides evidence of a more direct public commentary about Cattell's dismissal. Appearing in the New York Herald newspaper the day following Cattell's dismissal, the cartoon's imagery reveals support for the institution's pro-war stance. And finally, the FBI file provides many previously unavailable details about Cattell's actions, including the report of the FBI raid on the Cattell family home for which only one side of the incident was previously available. It also includes opinions from colleagues about Cattell's position within the discipline. Taken together, the three new sources do not change SoCal's original argument, but instead strengthen the supports on which it rests and directly counter criticisms regarding his conclusions. Michael Sokal's call for a wider array of historical sources is a continuation of appeals he has made throughout his career. In the mid-1970s, for instance, he and several colleagues called for historians of psychology to pay more attention to laboratory instruments, both as items to be preserved and as sources of information. His argument then, as now, pushes historians of psychology to look beyond the sources commonly found within the manuscript collections of an individual psychologist, that by branching outside of our comfort zone, we may uncover new clues to our historical mysteries this has been jennifer Bazaar for twit hop shorts
0: thanks jennifer and that's all for twit hop shorts for the 27th of april 2012 i'm christopher green